Hey, Rust friends, what's up? I'm Meridian Fierro, and welcome to our Rust Friend interview series where every episode we feature a wrestler that we think that you need to know. I'm so excited to be chatting with this wrestler today because the first time that I saw them in the ring, they were just incredible. So please help me in welcoming the West Coast Pro Heavyweight Champion and future franchise, Titus Alexander. Titus, how are you? Doing great. Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream. So first of all, congratulations. Oh, thank you. What an amazing win. What was that like for you? It was it was amazing. It was awesome. It's still, you know, not really sunk in that, um, you know, like, I guess, king of the West Coast. But um, <laughs> it, it was an amazing experience to have, like, you know, family there and friends there and see all that stuff. That was really awesome. So you said, I guess, king, but like in quotations, but like technically you are, right? Like... <laughs> no, I, I don't consider myself the king of the West Coast, but for those of you who do, I appreciate it. <laughs> so before we talk about your matches and how you got into wrestling, I need to talk to you about your theme song because this right. is something that I talk to my friends about all the time. Like, oh my God, if you were a wrestler, what would your theme song be? Or like, how would you pick that? So yours is Icon by Jaden Smith, which is a beautiful choice, by the way. I Love that song. So how did you pick a theme song? So originally when I first started wrestling, it was uh, Welcome to the Party by uh, uh, French Montana. Mm -hmm. And um, and I really liked that song because it was, you know, really energetic and stuff like that. And then I wanted to switch it up. And the main reason why I switched it up to Icon, either, you know, other than it being a great song, was my dad did not want me to do it. He's just like, no, dude, don't do that song. No, dude, keep, keep Welcome to the Party. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, no. Nah. Whatever. And then I did it when um, he wasn't at the show, uh, one of the shows at West Coast. So I did it. And then he saw and he's like, did you change your song? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally he's like, all right, all right. I actually do like the song. And then it just stuck. It just, I just, I love the song. I love that you um, debuted it when your dad wasn't there because. Of course. <laughs> 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 Am I getting in trouble? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if you get in trouble, oh, well, because he wasn't there. So smart choice on, on your part. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about you <clears throat> growing up. How did you get introduced into wrestling? Because I know that you had your first match when you were six years old. Yes. I don't even yes. remember what I was doing at six years old. And you were having your first wrestling match. <laughs> talk to me about that. Do you remember a lot of it? Um. I don't remember like the exact stuff we did, but like leading up to it, uh, my dad ran. SPW down here in SAC. And um, so they were just always training in our garage. That's where they trained for a while and before shows. And my dad's been doing it since before I was born. So it's just always been a part of my life. Um, and before, you know, class or even sometimes during class, me and my sister would just be messing around and blah, blah, blah. And then it got pitched. I think I am, of course, my dad pitched the idea of, uh, hey, would you guys want to do it? And we were just like, Sure. And then it, and then, uh, we, it was never like the, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, dad. It was just, it was always, okay, when are we, when are we going to train again? Cause you know, we were, and then even when we weren't training, me and my sister were still going over the stuff and it was just a lot of fun. I, that, that, uh, that's what those I can remember is it was just a lot of fun, a lot of routine. I mean, of course we're six, yeah. you know, so, and <laughs> of course, like when you're going to school at six years old and you're like, I'm a professional wrestler, yeah. you know, even though, you know, you're not, but 
you know, saying that to your friends, you're, you're the cool guy in class, you know? So you have such a beautiful relationship with your dad and it clearly shows with that last match that you guys had together. Um, and it's one of the moments that has meant everything to him. And that was sharing the ring with you. So talk to me about what that was like and how your dad has impacted your wrestling career. My dad, man. Uh, yeah, he, uh, that match was something to just always remember it always be in my mind and um like our bond that we have man it, it, it's just insane it goes back to just our child my well my childhood growing up and all the stuff that we've just been through through you know just life football just 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 everything um so it just meant a lot to finally you know because it was always the uh i don't know if we're going to be able to wrestle like you know who was going to do it you know whatever and uh, we always talked about it and we've always, you know, on the road trips, we've always had the, uh, throwing out ideas of what we can do and, and, uh, him always saying, no, I'm not doing that. But, um, uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> going into that match, it, it meant a lot because that is my hero and I will always be my fav- favorite wrestler. Um, but yeah, it, it meant a lot. It, it was literally amazing. And like at the end when you literally got on, on your knees and you were like bowing down to yeah. your dad and your dad was so emotional. You just given this wonderful speech and you could just tell that for the both of you and, and even like you, your sister, like you guys are such a tight family and that is just so yeah. nice to see that he's super supportive of you, you know, to train you and, and to do stuff right. like that because a lot of maybe people who, who are wrestlers don't want their kids in the business necessarily. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was one of the conversations we've had because I feel like everyone's like, oh, is your dad forcing you into the business, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I chose. Like, I asked him to do it, like, um, you know, sending back to when I was six years old. All I remember was the fun parts of it, you know, and um, and becoming that bond with family and meeting new people and stuff like that. So after football, I was just like, yeah, let's just give it a go again and see where it takes me. And then look, you know. And look where you are now. A champ. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had some really, really incredible matches with the likes of Speedball Mike Bailey, with Jacob yes. Fatu, with Will Ospreay, which that was, oh my right. goodness, was really good. And Christopher Daniels. So who do you think right. so far has been your greatest opponent? Greatest opponent. I feel like there's two ways to go to this. Because mm-hmm. athletically, I would have to say Will Ospreay. Because he is just pound for pound the best wrestler in the world, in my opinion, at least. He is just overall the best. He can do anything. He can hit you, whatever. Mentality-wise, or I don't know how to say this, but the other one I would say would be, would be uh, Alex Shelley. Because that that match really tested me mentally. Like, uh, going into it, I had to just, you know, watching him grow up, you know, like um, getting a lot of my um momentum and and um style of wrestling from him and watching him on, on in TNA impact and so on and so forth but uh watching him and wrestling him was uh, a different kind of battle I had to go through you know because like watching him growing up he was one of my favorites and stuff like that and and I was really happy that I got to wrestle him and um you know beat him for the prestige belt but we won't talk about that <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah wrestling him uh, him and Osprey would be they're right there, right next to each other. Yeah. So you did talk about how you played football growing up. So being an athlete for most of your life, did that make transitioning into becoming a wrestler easier or harder for you? 
it's about the same for everybody, you know, because there's two aspects for it, you know, like athletic, athletically coming from, you know, football and stuff like that. I had traits that, that did good for wrestling, you know, leadership and ring presence and, you know, cause being a quarterback and, and stuff like that, you have to be a leader. Um, but I would say psychology wise and, and keeping your body healthy, uh, for wrestling, it was the hard part that I struggle with. Um, and just, you know, just training and learning all this stuff and learning all this different styles of wrestling would be, it's, uh, it was very difficult. Um, and that's something that I'm still struggling with, but you know, with people, all these, you know, people helping me out, I'm able to, you know, hide it a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, <clears throat> athletically, yes, it did help me, uh, mentality or mentally, um, it was a bit of a struggle, okay. but then again, I had my dad there, so. <laughs> so you were fine. <laughs> I was fine. So wrestling does take up a lot of your time and training. I know you mentioned that. What do you like to do during your free time or during your days off? Um, days off. <laughs> uh, you said I, I take no days off. <laughs> I really like hanging out with friends or family. Um, I like going, just going out, having a good time. You know, there's. The stuff that, uh, like working out, of course, but that also just goes back to training. But um, yeah, going to the movies, going, just hanging out, man. Like, you know, like for like us wrestlers, you know, like we, we're always constantly on the go, on the go, on the go. And there is always nice where, you know, I just came back from vacation. So that was nice, but it's not something that I do all the time, you know, so I can't really say that, oh, that's my hobby is like going on vacation. But <laughs> yeah, hanging out with friends because that's finally where I just, take a step back and I'm just like, okay, I'm here. Let me just, let me watch some football. Let me watch the sport. Let me just watch a movie, like whatever, you know, and, and eat some, eat some very nice food. <laughs> and eat some nice food. Exactly. Yes. So Titus. Food is life. Yes. You've had tremendous success and you are honestly very incredible in the ring. What oh, is you. the most important thing that you've learned from wrestling so far? Oof. What is the, mm, I would say, it's a tough question. <laughs> I would have to say, um, just handling, handling your business in your terms, like um, just in and outside of the ring. Um, that, that's always stuck with me. Um, and just work hard. That's always just hard work. Our hard work pays off. That's what I live by. Yeah. You have said that one of your favorite wrestlers growing up was Ricky Steamboat. Um, yes. But moving away from the favorites, who did you absolutely hate as a wrestler growing up? Like for me, I hated Edge. It was just like, no for me, but I love him now. You know, you grow up and of you course. learn yeah. the characters and stuff. But yeah. yeah, mine was Edge. Who did you absolutely despise? Um, I hated, absolutely hated Triple H. <gasps> <laughs> I hated Triple H and like, and people like that. Like I hated Triple H, I hated Randy Orton mm -hmm. and I hated Edge as well yeah. because they were all going against John Cena. And I was a huge John Cena mark as a kid. And like, I had the John Cena backpack. I was wearing jorts and it, yeah, it was just, I was just such a fan of his. And uh, of course I love them now. Like I love Randy Orton now. I love Triple H. I love Edge, but you know, as a kid. Okay. So this is where you and I are the same because I absolutely love John Cena as we're literally right. talking right now, I literally have a mini John Cena Let's figure. Let's go. Um, and uh, when AJ Styles came back to 
to, you know, came to the WWE, I had a huge problem yeah. with him and with uh, the Good Brothers because they were always beating up oh, John, Cena. Yeah, John Cena. And I was like, oh my God, here we go again. My boy can't catch a break. Um, I know, so I know. I, I just think that's hilarious that you are also a huge fan of Cena. So, uh, but <laughs> of course. Connection, I appreciate that. So, <laughs> talking about WWE, I want you to tell me about your 205 Live experience. And your dad was there and you kind of gave him a surprise. So tell me what your 205 live experience was. Right. So it came about, we were just doing extra work here in Sacramento at the Golden One. And um, they were doing, um, I believe it was Raw. And it was also some sort of taping um, for whatever. And um, and then 205 Live was the next one. And uh, they were like, hey, we need you know, people to uh, wrestle against the Singh brothers. You got to be under masks. Um, and I was already doing a mask character at that point. So, of course, I brought it. You always got to be prepared. And uh, we were just sitting there before the show. And they're like, hey, does anyone have their own masks? Because they brought these weird masks out. Like, it was like a masquerade party. It was like just the eyes. Oh. And it was, I was just like, I I, I have my own. And, and uh, they're like, cool. And there was another guy there that had their mask. Um, so, and they're like, you guys want to do it? And they're like, yep, sure, whatever. So we met them backstage, we went over, and uh, I was telling my dad, because he, he was thinking about leaving early, and we, I just, he'll pick me up later, because he was going to go out to eat with the, with our, our, my uncle and a couple of other friends. And um, I was like, no, dude, like, it's almost over. Like, uh, there's a really nice match here that you might enjoy. And I think it was Drew Gulak and, and uh, Chad Gable was the match that I, that's what I pitched. And uh, he's like, okay, fine, I'll stay. And then right before that match was us, and uh, he walked out and he recognized my pants that I had on. And he's like, that's me. I, I don't know if I can cuss, but this yeah, is yeah, exactly where yeah. he goes, that, that's fucking Titus. And they used to taking pictures of me and everything. And and um, when I met him later on the outside, he's like, you motherfucker. And gave me a big hug. Congratulations and, and everything. It was a cool experience because I, I, I really like those moments where I never, I, like, I try to hide as much as I can from my dad because he's, um, I, I like popping him because, you know, like, <laughs> I, I try to keep yeah. them guessing, and but there's some stuff where I just can't hold back and I have to tell them. I love how it, it, that surprise element. Like, are you good at at keeping <laughs> things from your dad? Uh, sometimes <laughs> there's there's moments where I'm like, Dad, holy fuck! Like, blah, blah, blah. But um, there's mo- other times where I don't tell him stuff, and uh, he's like, Oh shit, I know. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, or like he'll, he'll, uh, see an announcement of one of my matches and, uh, he'll pop for it. He'll text me right away. <laughs> and, uh, same thing with, um, Vinny Massaro. He, I, I try to keep as much, even though he, you know, he knows all a crap ton of wrestling, but, and he's wrestling still, but, uh, I try to keep as much as I can away from those two. And I mean, I guess I, I feel like that's the situation with like all parents, like there's some things that you can try, but they're going to figure it yeah. out at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Alrighty. So we are now to our portion of our 10 out of 10 game where I'm going to give you a few scenarios and you are going right. to tell me how you would rate them on a scale of zero to 10. Zero being the absolute worst feeling like you absolutely hate it and 10 being just incredible. So first scenario is taking your first bump in the ring. Uh, I would say four. Four. Bittersweet. Okay. okay. Bittersweet. All right. Sharing the ring with your dad. Oh, 10. If I could go above 10. Oh, I love that. Losing your first match. Oh, 10. It's, 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 it, there's no, like, 
it's the feeling that comes after that, that you did it. You know, like you're like, hey, I just had my first match. It's awesome, oh. you know. Meeting fans after a match. Absolutely. 1,000% 10. 10. I love it. <laughs> Finally winning your first championship. Uh, I would say, I don't probably get heat for this, but eight. An eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. I, I see it. There's room for, for bigger, bigger moments. I totally see it. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's, uh, I take it as, you know, it's cool. I got the belt. They trust me. And then it's the, damn, there's a lot more pressure on me now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Getting booed during a match. 10. Absolutely 10. I love it. Really? Boo me. Say all that you want. I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. That I I think that's kind of crazy. Um, I was having a, a conversation with um with Crash Jackson and he was like, Well, if I'm the bad guy, you know, you're supposed to boo me. But I don't think people like getting booed, but you are one of them. So that's that's good. Oh, to I know. love it. Oh, I love it. So, it's so amazing. are you gonna encourage people to boo you now or you still want cheers? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's tough because, like, you know, if it, I guess you have to go back to that. If I'm, you know, if I'm by a guy, boo me, whatever. But mm. if I'm doing my job enough where you have to boo me and you absolutely hate me, that's where I really love it, you know? Oh um, but if I, like, you know, get, you know, knocked out or whatever and you're booing, then I kind of take that person. But <laughs> I hope no one's booing as I'm getting knocked out. <laughs> Let's hope not. Yeah. We're, we're not, yeah. we're not about that life here. <laughs> All right. So I do have to ask you something about being a champion. Um, do you ever walk out in public with your championship title? Or is that like it's with me in the ring and then it's with me in the car and then at home? What like are, do, are you showing up to like a restaurant with your title? No. Are you getting free oh, no. food? Like what what's happening? <laughs> never. I would never do that because one thing it's um because, you know, like there's people like, if you take it out and people go, oh, can I take a picture with it? You never know if that person is going to steal it. Mm -hmm. That is also into it. Yeah. But right after the uh, you went about, in my person, uh, or, you know, I just went it, take it to the back. Here you go. I'm going to lose this belt. So <laughs> don't, don't ask me to take it home with me. Don't ask me to take it anywhere unless yeah. you need me to, because I will forget it and we're screwed. <laughs> so that's why I don't take the belts anywhere. I I actually like that because I think that I I would also be very paranoid having it yes just yes. just with me um so I can only imagine what it's like for a champion and you're like there's so much on my shoulders already and now I got to exactly. focus about not only getting myself and my gear to the show but also the belt which is That's very important <laughs> yeah if I can't remember to bring my own shoes you know that I bring have to bring everywhere I really can't forget the belt you know alrighty Titus so. I have just had a blast talking to you today. So rest friends, don't forget that this episode is available in podcast form and on YouTube. And we will see you all next time. And Titus, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.